Welcome back to the Community Online Podcast. Remember, you can always find us on Sundays streaming live at communityonline.tv. We hope to see you there. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's finally here. And I'll tell you what, if someone's near you right now, turn to them with some Christmas enthusiasm and tell them Merry Christmas. You know, I'm one of those people who really looks forward to Christmas every year. I mean, I love Christmas. I love Christmas music. I love looking at Christmas lights. I love Christmas presents. Hint, hint. I I just love Christmas. But it's interesting. The closer it got to Christmas, and the more I talked to many of you about Christmas, it reminded me that there are really two Christmases. Yeah, two Christmases. I think most of us, myself included, experience two different Christmases. There's the Christmas I want, and then there's the Christmas I get. There's the Christmas I want, and then there's the Christmas I get. The Christmas I want is really represented by this ornament. Now, those of you who know me well, you know that one of my favorite Ferguson Christmas traditions is the weekend after Thanksgiving. That's when we drag out all the ornaments out of the crawl space, and it represents that Christmas is finally here. And it's a Ferguson family tradition for us. We get all the ornaments out on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Then we go buy a Christmas tree at some exotic place like Home Depot. And then we stop at Starbucks afterwards to celebrate. Then we go home. We decorate the tree. Each of us put at least one ornament on the tree. And if we don't pick the right place on the tree, my wife Sue moves it to a better place so the whole tree looks better. And then once the tree is fully decorated, And here's my favorite part. Our family stands around the Christmas tree holding hands. We actually do this every year. We did this year with a guest for the first time. And we all sing together. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, how lovely are your branches. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, how lovely are your branches. And then when we get to the chorus, we all belt out, na 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 Because we don't know the words of the chorus. And it's our tradition. And there's always laughter. And it's my family. It's the Christmas I want. Yeah, there's the Christmas we want. But then there's also the Christmas that we get. The Christmas that we get. Is a fractured and broken world. This Christmas, a war continues to be waged in Ukraine. It was one that we thought would surely be over by now. This Christmas, there's also a war being fought in the Middle East that seems like it might never end. And this Christmas, there's six other wars going on in Africa that we barely know anything about. That's the Christmas we get. There's political instability. Ahead of us is perhaps the most polarizing election since the Civil War. That's the Christmas we get. Racial tension, that's the Christmas we get. Economic uncertainty, that's the Christmas we get. 
Maybe that's why permacrisis, permacrisis was the word of the year last year. Did you know that? The Collins Dictionary, the English Dictionary, said the noun permacrisis was its word of the year. Permacrisis is an extended period of instability and insecurity, especially one resulting from a series of catastrophic events. And for many of us, this permacrisis, this broken and fractured world, it's not just out there, but it's also in here. I mean, some of us aren't sure how we're going to pay for the Christmas we've already bought because the truth is we're broke. Some of us are not sure what our marriages or families will look like in the new year. We're watching our most important relationships break apart. Some of us are struggling with illnesses. I wonder how many more Christmases we'll have. And either mentally or physically, we feel broken. And it's not just adults who experience a broken and fractured world. Students and kids, many of you have experienced this brokenness in your homes or in your schools or your circle of friends. Brokenness that can come in many forms, including constantly feeling anxious or being bullied or losing a friend. Brokenness. That's the Christmas that a lot of us get in 2023. And that first Christmas, that first Christmas was a lot like this Christmas. There was the Christmas that you want, all right? The angels were singing, glory to God on the highest, peace on earth. The shepherds were looking down adoringly. And there was, there was a bright Christmas star in the Bethlehem sky. That was the Christmas you want. But there also was the Christmas they got. An evil Roman empire ruling with an iron fist. The poor being overly taxed and oppressed. Mary and Joseph forced to flee as refugees, being hunted down by an evil king calling for a genocide. From the very first Christmas to this Christmas 2023, there's the Christmas you want and there's the Christmas you get. And yet in the midst of the Christmas that they wanted and the Christmas they got, they got something extraordinary, something extraordinary happened. God entered into our time and space as a baby, as Jesus. The one the prophet Isaiah foretold, calling him the Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. Now, now most of us, we know what prince means, right? When we think of prince, we think of uh, authority, we think of royalty, we think of son of a king. But what about peace? Peace. If we were to go around, we could probably come up with a hundred different understandings and applications for peace. And while we all might have different notions about peace, we do know this, we all long for it. In the original language of Isaiah's prophecy, peace is the word shalom. Shalom isn't a peace that is merely the absence of conflict or some beauty pageant answer about a world in harmony. No, shalom peace is much, much, much more. Shalom means wholeness, completeness. Shalom is bringing together everything that's broken. Shalom is this mending of all things that have been fractured. Shalom is putting back together shattered dreams. Theologian Cornelius Plantinga explains shalom peace. He says, 
In the Bible, shalom means universal flourishing, wholeness, and delight. A rich state of affairs in which natural needs are satisfied and natural gifts are fruitfully employed. A state of affairs that inspires joyful wonder as its creator and savior opens doors and welcomes the creatures in whom he delights. Shalom, in other words, is the way things ought to be. I love that last line. Could you catch that? Shalom, this peace, in other words, is the way things ought to be. When Jesus is called the Prince of Peace, it means that he comes with authority and power to make all things right, to fix all the brokenness in our world and in the world, to make all things the way they ought to be. So in the middle of the Christmas they wanted, and the Christmas they got came the God that they needed. And this Jesus who showed up, he tells us this. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I, not give, I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Here's the good news. Please hang on to this. Here's the good news this Christmas Eve. Jesus not only came that first Christmas, but he is here today, right now, this Christmas, 2023. And Jesus came to bring you peace. Yes, in the middle of the Christmas you want and the Christmas you got comes the God that you need. And if you'll say yes to him, he'll bring you peace. He'll bring you a shalom, a wholeness and a completeness. And he can bring healing to the broken parts inside you. His peace can restore your shattered dreams. He can mend, I've seen it done, your fractured family. His peace can unite a divided community or even a country. The Prince of Peace comes this Christmas to bring peace. And it's a peace for you. I want to share a story with you of someone who's received that peace from Jesus. I want to introduce you to Austin. He's a friend of mine who's a part of community. His life was not the life he wanted. It was the life he got. His life was like a broken ornament, but he found a peace. My name is Austin. I'm married to Krista. We have two beautiful kids, Layla and Easton, and I've been attending community for five years. My wife and I were both in the military, uh, both prior military, we moved around quite a bit. We both got out of the military, ended up making, uh, getting a civilian job. Everything just started to kind of fall apart for us. I was out for a run and just all the things that were going through my head, I was replaying all these things that, uh, it was just going wrong in our life financially. My wife and I were obviously stressed out and frustrated with each other in the situation that we were in. Uh, we had a newborn that we were trying to figure out how to take care of. And I remember getting back from the run and walking into my driveway and, and all I could hear in my mind was, are you done? And I started crying I said, I said, God, you know, if this is what it is, I will give it over to you. I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. And so from that brokenness, he started to put me back together. 
Getting connected in community, one of the first things that my wife and I did was to get into a small group. We started having U-plus conversations with our group, and I had been working with a, a guy in our group that I asked to be my, my mentor, Dave Wagner. And we started to, to read a book together, and, and at the end of that book, we've uh, agreed to, to make some resolutions. I wanted to be a disciple of Christ. I wanted to be a disciple maker and I wanted to be best friends with my wife. I wanted my wife to be my best friend. In discipling other people, doing things for God, I, I, I made that preeminent in my life and I, and I put that above my wife. And so we got into a pretty difficult time period. Reached out to, to John Sznewski saying, hey, I've, I, I'm in trouble here. Got with the, the Christian counselor. He started connecting my ability to emotional connect with some experiences that I've had three and a half years I spent uh, deployed to Iraq and experienced some pretty traumatic events. And I've kept that down for, you know, 14 years. Never shared it with my wife, never shared it with anybody. And I started to have, uh, over a period of weeks, just having panic attacks and anxiety attacks. I was sharing this experience with Dave, and we were talking through it, and he goes, oh, by the way, you'd be willing to talk to uh, someone that's in the military that's, that's seeking and wants to talk to someone that's maybe has similar experiences. <laughs> After being through all that, I didn't feel like talking to someone else, but what kind of really kept going through my mind was obedience. Just, just go talk to him. So I walked into the Starbucks and, and Matt showed up and I could do nothing but sit there in shock because everything that he was feeling was exactly what I had been going through, what I had experienced and what I had been feeling. God's working through me and, 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 and God's pulling him into his arms while he's also healing me in that process. This is not fake what I'm feeling. It's not. It's not some made up thing in my mind, but it's a real thing that people experience and there's real help out there. It just gave me the confidence to reach out and actually get that help for myself. Ultimately put me in a position that I praise God for today. And he gave me a front seat to, to Matt giving his life to Christ. To be honest with you, I think we're all broken. God's desire for us is to put us back together. And when Jesus came into life to change my heart, he started putting those pieces back together to turn me into a good husband, to turn me into a good father. I could not have done that on my own. There's no other explanation than him putting those pieces together. I don't know what you're going through this Christmas. I don't know what broken pieces you're having to pick up and try to put back together. But I believe Jesus wants to do a miracle in your life. For some of us, it's shattered hopes a job lost, ambitions unrealized, dreams unfulfilled. For some of us, it's a broken relationship, friendship, marriage, or our family. For others, it's our bodies that suddenly feel old and broken down. I don't know what you're going through this Christmas, but I do know the Prince of Peace, and he wants to bring you the same kind of peace that Austin found. And here's the thing, not only does Jesus want to bring a peace to you, but he also wants to bring peace through you to the rest of the world, just like he did through Austin. The Prince of Peace said, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. 
I have overcome the world. Jesus not only wants to bring peace for you, but also to bring his peace through you. Because there are people you live with and you work with whose lives are broken. You have loved ones whose dreams have been shattered. You have people in your neighborhood who've recently gone through tragedy and they're trying to pick up the broken pieces of their lives. And you live in a country that's broken by division caused by fear and hatred. The peace that God has for you, it's also peace he wants to shine through you. It was peacemaker John Perkins who said, let us be peacemakers in a world hungry for harmony. And whether it's the Christmas you want or the Christmas you got, this Christmas brings the Christ that we all need and he brings us peace. A peace for you, but also a peace he wants to share through you to the rest of the world. In Luke's account of the Christmas story, Zechariah prophesied about the coming Prince of Peace. He said, because of God's tender mercy, the morning light from heaven is about to visit us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide us to the path of peace. Right now, I invite you to light a candle as we conclude this Christmas Eve. And as you do, let this be a moment that you say yes to God's peace for you. And as you let your light shine, let this also be a moment that you declare that you will let God's peace shine through you, for the Prince of Peace has come. We hope you were encouraged and challenged by today's message. Our mission is to help you find your way back to God. And by listening today, you've already taken your first step. And we'd love to help you take a next step in your relationship with God, the church, and the world. It's how we're all embracing the flourishing life that Jesus talks about, a life we call U+. Visit communitychristian.org to take a next step, learn more, give generously, and plan your visit. We hope to see you on a Sunday soon.